In this bulletin, Penny Wong seeks further evidence UN staff were involved in the Hamas attacks on October the 7th. A 4.3 earthquake has struck Victoria, waking thousands. And in sport, Australia claims their first swimming gold medal at the Aquatic World Championships. Good morning from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Assam Al-Ghali. Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong says she's seeking more evidence from Israel amid allegations United Nations aid staff were involved in the Hamas attacks on the 7th of October. The decision to suspend funding was made after allegations were raised some UN Relief and Works Agency staff were involved in the Hamas attack against Israel on October 7th last year. Ms. Wong says she's talked with the agency following reports an Israeli dossier relied upon to suspend funding contained no evidence its staff were involved. The Australian government considers Hamas a terror organization and has paused funding while the claims were investigated. A magnitude 4.3 earthquake has rattled Melbourne and many parts of Victoria. The quake struck in the early hours, about 12.50 a.m. this morning, with its epicenter near the south Gippsland town of Liangata. Several other tremors have been reported in Victoria over the past year. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has condemned any form of anti-Semitism as well as Islamophobic comments and behavior. It follows increased concern of discrimination between Jewish and Muslim communities during the Israel-Hamas war. This includes Greens MP Jenny Leong apologizing for using offensive comments on Jewish and Zionist groups at a pro-Palestinian forum in December last year. I condemn totally any form of anti-Semitism, including, including the comments by my uh, local member with regard to the Jewish community. I find offensive. I find it had its origins in anti-Semitism, and I condemn it unequivocally. Just as I condemn forms of that I have seen, Islamophobic comments and behaviour as well. Papua New Guinea's Prime Minister says once their country becomes a better place, Australia will live in a better region. James Marape's speech to the Australian National University highlighted further goals the country hopes to achieve, including better health care services. Mr. Marape says there has been greater improvements to health care, which he believes can be more helpful across the Pacific. We envisage, I'm being very bold, hold me to my word, this time next year, we envisage to do kidney transplant in Port Mosby General Hospital. I made a place when I took office that by 2025, we don't want to export medical patients. Today, I want to announce that we're receiving patients from Solomon Islands and other Pacific Island nations. They're coming to Port Mosby for heart and deep angiogram testings. Casual workers, rideshare drivers, and employees being hassled after hours are the biggest winners under wide-ranging changes to industrial relations laws. The Albanese government's Closing the Loopholes bill has passed the Senate by 32 votes to 29 after the introduction of a right to disconnect secured support from the crossbench and the Greens. Business groups and the coalitions have criticized the reforms, which redefine casual employment and introduce minimum standards for gig workers, arguing they will add unnecessary cost and complexity to operations. Green Senator Barbara Pocock, who championed the addition of the right to disconnect, told the Senate it was a long-needed and important advance in Australian labor law. 
Expecting a worker to stand up alone to their boss when they receive a call, they have no control, they have no backup to say no to their boss. They may never get another shift if they even raise a question about it. And this amendment will give those workers a bit of backup, which is exactly what they need to get some control and boundary around their working time. Advocates for Indigenous Australians have called on federal, state and territory governments to do better to improve Indigenous outcomes. This comes after the Productivity Commission's first three-yearly review of government action on the National Closing the Gap Agreement found progress was weak. The review found measures focusing on increasing life expectancy, reducing overrepresentation in prison, and improving access to education and employment are all falling behind, 15 years after the framework was launched in 2008. Denise Bowden, CEO of the Yusu Yindi Foundation, based in northeast Arnhem Land, has told NITV governments need to get on with actioning the recommendations and implementations that have already been made. We cannot stagnate on this as a nation. Uh, you know, we're seeing here in the Northern Territory um, education measures, we're seeing youth justice. I mean, this is going to impact in a next generation level. I don't think that's responsible for our children and our grandchildren. To sport, Australia has claimed its first swimming gold medal at the Aquatic World Championships in the Qatari capital of Doha. The team of four clinched a nail-biting win in the 4x1500-metre mixed open water event. They were able to beat Italy by two-tenths of a second. West Australian Kyle Lee touched in a time of 1 hour, 3 minutes, 28 seconds. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam al -Ghalib.